Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Get up, get up, get up. This is the Get Up Show. Ho, 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 you know, you got to you, you got to find the right hoe. You, do you stop on the hoe or the hoe? The up hoe, the down hoe. It's, it's it's hard to stop. Welcome to the Simon Says Podcast, number forty-seven of the Simon Says Podcast. We're it so is. happy, so happy to have you here, Sean and Charlie. Here, Maddie is off, but he'll be back. He's bedazzling his beard for Christmas, just it takes for you. Some time. I've got a money-saving story for you. This is a mind-blower right here. Money-saving story for the end of 2020. Let's very, do it. Very timely. This is how much the 12 days of Christmas would cost you in 2020. <laughs> okay. Has it gone up this year? No, it's gone way down. That's the <gasps> oh, money-saving. Oh, sweet. See, keep up. This is money-saving story. I'm saving you literally thousands of dollars on this. The partridge in the pear tree is uh-huh. $210. Now, you might remember if you bought that last year, that's no change. That's the same cost. Oh, okay. Two turtle doves, $450. That actually went up a little bit, oh. but that's the only item that increased. So if you can eat it on the turtle doves, don't eat the turtle doves until after no. Christmas. But, but <laughs> if you can, don't. You can eat it on the cost of the turtle doves. Listen, you're going to make up for it. Um French hens, two hundred and ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Four calling birds. This seems kind of high. Five hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety six cents for the four calling birds. Ah, that's around a little over a hundred bucks a piece. What kind of birds are, are? What kind of birds are they? Calling. Then you got five <laughs> gold rings. That's yes. nine hundred and forty five dollars. Mm-hmm. Which is. Geez, this is also up. All right, where's the savings? I'm going to find you these savings. Please do. Six geese laying is $570. Oh, they're cheap. It is, but they're free, you know, out here by the retaining <laughs> pond. They are. But they're protected. You're not even supposed to touch those Canada geese. So you got to be careful. You got to buy the correct kinds of geese. Seven swans are swimming, $13,125. I didn't realize how many birds were in this song. That is the most expensive thing on the whole list. The swans are swimming. Oh, they're fancy. 
you know, they have swans over at Hamilton Lakes at the various little lakes, which are they're glorified ponds. Mm-hmm. But they have each of the little ponds slash lakes has its own pairs of swans that the Neighborhood Association put in there. Uh-huh. And they kind of stay in their own little spot, don't they? Well, it's because they got them fixed where they can't fly away. Oh. I found that out from one of the neighborhood don't guys. Don't yeah. tell me things like that. I thought they just liked their home. Eight maids of milking is just $58. Ah. Wait, but what? <laughs> it is? Yeah. I guess, you know, the, the maids of milking, it's tough being a maid of milking these days. You don't make a, a real good no, living at that. they need to raise their minimum wage. Nine ladies dancing. We are not really able to do that one this year because of COVID. social distancing and the COVID stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I guess... That's going to save you a lot of money right there because you don't even get the ladies dancing. They can dance six feet apart. And the Lords of Leaping, same thing. They can't show up this year. There, there's virtual Lords of Leaping. We have the to pi- do it all outside. The Piper's Piping. Also, they're not piping at your house this year. Live music <laughs> live music venues are closed. <laughs> yeah, they are. So the Piper's Piping are virtual. You don't have to pay them to show up this year. The 12 drummers drumming, also entertainment venues are shut down, so this would be like a Zoom drummer, which costs a whole lot less. Is so, this why it's so much cheaper? Because yes, <laughs> we can't actually hire all of these musicians. So you knock out the ladies dancing, the lords leaping, the pipers piping, and the drummers <laughs> drumming, and you got all your birds and your maids of milking. They, apparently they can do that safely with all their precautions and their safety gear. Your total cost for the 12 days of Christmas in this unique year, 2020, is $16,158.14. But I'm which, stuck with a room full of birds and some golden rings. Yeah, a lot, lot of poop. You know, it's, it's <laughs> going to be a lot of mess to clean up. That's down 58.5% from the 2019 total of 38,993. This is the least expensive 12 days of Christmas since 1995. But this is so sad because I want to pay those musicians. Well, you know, you can always donate to them, but it, it, it can't count to your 12 days this year. By the way, if you were to do like the song says, because you realize if you do the math along with the song, mm-hmm. your true love gives you all that mess every day. Yeah, it gets more and more each day. So there's <laughs> you actually end up with like 45 maids of milking and whatever. So It would end up costing you right at $106,000 to ruin their home with all those birds. And I'm sorry, you are not my true love if you give me all those birds because I don't even <laughs> like birds. <laughs> But you don't have a bird um, phobia, do you? No, I'm not scared of them. They're just I'm just not a fan. I never wanted a pet one. They're so messy and stinky, and all they do is poop. And I just, I, I no desire. I like to look at them from afar, out in nature. My my back door neighbor has birds aplenty. He has parrots in the house, and then he has a separate house that he raises doves in. <sighs> so he, he basically has the 12 days of Christmas out there. Yeah. I don't, I haven't seen any maids of milking, but I haven't really been spying on him too hard lately. <laughs> I'm going to have to pay closer attention. But it's so funny when he opens his back door, he's got a bunch of dogs, too. So you hear, yipe, 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 squawk, squawk, squawk. It's it's really... Um, that sounds fantastic. It's Mutual of Omaha's house back there.
Oh, so, but it smells good. So now you know what the 12 days of Christmas will cost you this year. They're warning people. If you have friends in Wisconsin, they're warning people not to eat the cannibal sandwich. And we blew the lid off the cannibal sandwich story this week and told you not to worry. There's almost no human meat in a cannibal sandwich. (laughs) I was really worried. I thought the people in Wisconsin were doing something we did not know about. And it was scaring me a little bit. Well, it is kind of something we don't know about because they have this delicacy. And it's a Christmas tradition they eat raw hamburger sandwiches and they put like chopped onions in their raw hamburger and like Mm -hmm. Worcestershire sauce and they put it on rye bread and for some reason that means Christmas in Wisconsin and this year they're putting out a stern warning don't eat that because you're going to get your salmonellas and your listerias and all that stuff see people have been saying that for years and I do understand that that is a risk But I also wonder, in Wisconsin, there's lots of farms, so maybe they're getting their ground beef straight from the farm, and it's not going through the processing and the packaging and things that can bring on the salmonellas and the things. Does that make it better? That See, that makes it worse for me, knowing that it's that closely removed from the cow it came from. Like, I, I, I if I'm eating raw meat, I don't want to know. I don't want to know how close I am to oh, it. Oh, yeah. I don't want it to, like, have been in my backyard hours before, but I, I understand how it might be safer if it's not doing all the traveling to the grocery store. Now you're you're being a little bit coy because you are a raw hamburger eater. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's okay, man. <laughs> it's totally Dude, okay. See, I thought this was our thing. I thought you and I had this little bonding thing that we shared that the rest of the world did not need to know about and here you are just blabbing all out to everybody. I love steak tartare and carpaccio and and raw kibbe which is a Lebanese treat, which is chopped steak and cracked wheat and some onions and spices, and you eat that raw. And friends of mine from Lebanon eat that on a big old fat onion slice. They take raw meat and slather an onion with it and eat that. What is is also funny here is the fact that you are all – Mr. Fancy Delicacy Chef Guy, because you're like steak tartare and raw kibbe mm-hmm. and da 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 da. And I'm like, yeah, I eat hamburger meat. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what that is. I wonder if you, because you've been doing this since you were a kid. Yeah. And it was something that, like, when mom was making hamburgers, I'd go over and grab a little hunk. And it's something that I've still, now we did make steak tartare as a, it was a thing that was at family gatherings around Christmas time, I think. But um, but really, the we eat raw hamburger anytime. Mm. And when you say you would grab a hunk, like what size? Are you, you mean like a size of a pea or the end of your finger or like a half a meatball? Really, that much? And it, it, did you finish all that in one bite, or did you nibble on it, or what? Um, you know, just a little, a little ball i don't know how to say what size it was but it was just a small little ball and i'd eat that and then maybe get another one (laughs) it just depends interesting and i wonder if that's like a pica thing i wonder if because that's pretty unusual but isn't pica like you can't control it uh no pica i think is just eating non-traditional things and and in this case it is food but just eating raw hamburger by the ball, I think, is is a little bit unusual. It's great. Not only have you revealed my secrets, but now I've got pica. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it is really. 
Because I'm telling you right off the top, I love a, a steak tartare. There was this place in D.C. called Pied de Couchon, which means the pig's foot. Mm-hmm. And they had a steak tartare with a raw egg right in the middle of it served on a bed of french fries jeez how good <laughs> Do, does that sound but will you eat raw hamburger like you're all fancy there but will you eat raw hamburger i've done it and you know when i make my homemade meatballs which is um ground beef and sausage and veal and eggs and cream you know all of that mixed together i'll taste that on the way to make sure that it's seasoned so i'm not only eating the raw three meats but i'm eating a raw egg right along with it so you know i'm a rock and roll raw meat rebel right there right there there, you know there's nothing worse than when they came out with the thing about not to eat raw cookie dough i was like what what are you talking about that's the best part that's the when we we would get the roll of pillsbury cookie dough and my mom would get so mad because before she got a chance to make the cookies i'd been in there with a spoon just digging out the side (laughs) Well, even the homemade stuff, like a a bowl of cake batter, you know, licking the spoon was the best part of that whole thing. And I don't remember ever getting sick or hearing about anybody ever getting sick off of that. I am so very sorry for anyone who has ever gotten sick from that. And knock on wood, I have a... (laughs) Be sure and knock. Why don't you play the doorbell sound effect? Sorry. (laughs) I forgot the dog was here. Anyway. Who is in the door? Who is it? But, you know, I have never had an ill effect from eating cookie yeah. dough or it's never even gave me like an upset stomach or anything. So I hope it, I hope I never do. And I'm so sorry if you ever have. I'm trying to. Oh, it was on an episode of Emergency. Remember the show Emergency? Yeah. Uh, Randolph Mantooth. Oh, God. He was so cool, man. And you, he was he was attractive. Yeah. You said he was hot. <laughs> he I was missed hot. that show. That show was so cool. I wanted that dang little toy fire helmet from Emergency so bad oh, as a yeah. kid. Oh, yeah. It, it was like a helmet, and it had a speaker, and it, it had a siren on it and stuff. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Calm down. Calm down, fancy pants. I had just the plastic one with the sticker on it with the two guys on it. No and siren? I thought I thought I had something there. You know, I was really enjoying mine until you tell me oh. about this siren. No. no. <laughs> but one time on an episode of Emergency, they had to go to a guy who was sprawled out in the backyard um, with a lot of abdominal distress, and it was because they were having a cookout, and he asked for his burger raw and <gasps> immediately got sick off it. No way. Yeah. Yeah, right there on Emergency, documented, 70s TV. Oh. See, that's where it all came from. It's all Emergency's fault. Could be. <laughs> So there's a guy, or we don't know if it's a guy, a person who is going around in Tennessee paying off everybody's layaways at the Walmart. So oh. by, so far has paid over $65,000 worth of layaways. Wow, I love those people so much. Isn't that wild? Yes. I wonder when somebody does that and they go in and they pay off all these people's layaway items, does Walmart call them and say, hey, your layaway's been paid, or do you find out when you go in to make your next payment? I would hope that Walmart calls them and lets them know because like some people maybe kind of leave their stuff there because they can't go back and make another payment. Yeah. So I hope they call them. Did you ever do any layaways Oh, heck along? yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I remember specifically I did layaway on a coat 
there was this winter coat. It was back when like the long, not really a trench coat, but similar style. And I really wanted it so bad and I couldn't afford it straight out. So I let, I did layaway on that. The last thing I remember for sure doing layaway on was at the Roses at the Henderson Mall. And it was for Halloween masks. Oh, really? I used to collect Halloween masks, and they had these two really deluxe masks. One of them was a gray werewolf, and the other one was a Dracula. And it was such a a fancy Dracula that the inside of the mask was like red satin. Mm. The part, the part that touched your face when you put it on. Oh, how nice! It was like red. Yeah, it was so top of the line, man. It was so comfortable. I never wanted to take it off, but <laughs> I remember going up there sometimes with like, you know, two or three dollars to pay that off. You know, to to pay on it. Oh, uh, layaway used to be the bomb though, because you know, yeah, you could get things. Every store used to do it too, and you could get things. You know, like oh, I can't really afford this right now, yeah. but I can do a little bit here, a little bit there, and then it was like such a treat when you finally got it paid off and you could get your thing. And then I guess at some point in adulthood, credit cards take mm-hmm. over. The evil credit card takes over, and you don't do the smart thing and leave that item there until you can pay for it. You just blow up a credit card. Yeah, credit cards were the demise of layaway, and I think layaway was much more <laughs> um, money savvy. Well, clearly layaway still exists. It's just that we have become creatures of convenience, and, and we want our stuff now. Yeah, We but- could still be doing layaway if we wanted to yeah i mean obviously they do still have it i don't think every store has it though and back in the day everybody did it yeah yeah like dave's discount furniture does layaway it's one of his five easy ways to pay that's true we'll deliver almost anywhere under the ocean on the moon on top of your roof So what do you think? The Cleveland Indians are now saying that, you know, just like the Washington football team, that they are going to change their name after all this time. After what is it, like, over 100 years. Over 100 years, yeah. they're going to change the name from the Indians. And for the Native American people, this is a huge win. This is a big step for them. See, okay, I, you know, I can't really speak on this. I have absolutely not even a drop of Native American blood that I know of. So I really don't know. But at one point, it was said that the Native American people were not upset about it. And it was more like people trying to be more politically correct than they needed to be. So that's my only question. It's like, I want to speak to some Native American people straight out and be like, okay, does this bother you? And if they say yes, then I'd be like, okay, let's get rid of it. Well, Um, yeah, I think the people who said that it didn't bother Native American people weren't Native American people. I think that that was a PR campaign, you know, put out by the ball team or by ball teams to Mm -hmm. say that because there's that may very well be. And I totally understand it. And it's like, you know, yeah, if it bothers you, please let's get rid of it then. So, um, yeah, it's just crazy though. Like with the Washington Redskins, they've been the Washington football team this whole season. They don't have a name right now because they didn't want to rush to just grab anything. And now they're saying they might just stay the Washington football team. Well, then we're going to be the Cleveland baseball team. Nah, no, nah, they've got tons of, but the thing is people who are fans like lifelong fans of the Washington football team have never stopped calling them the Redskins. Yeah. It's, it's hard just, to get used. I mean, it's hard to change it when that's what you've always known. 
It's just not on any of the merchandising or anything. It's yeah. not the the announcers aren't calling them that anymore. But no, there's been a movement among the tribes and and uh, you know to to get these names off of the jerseys <laughs> and and out of the mouths of the fans for years and years and years. So here are some of the top name options that could replace the Cleveland Indians. The Cleveland Spiders is one. <laughs> Ew. The Cleveland Naps. What? The Cleveland Fellers. Oh, please. The Cleveland Rockers. Now, that makes sense because isn't that where the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is? It is, yes. Cl- Cleveland Rocks. So that would be a good one. I think that everybody could get behind that. Mm-hmm. The Cleveland Crows. Eh. The Cleveland Blue Sox. That surely has a meaning behind it. The Cleveland Cuyahogas. Oh, boy. Nobody will ever be able to spell that. <laughs> I like that. It's there's a river there somewhere, the Cuyahoga. Okay, the, and where is that? What is that named after, though? That's that is a Native American name. It's a river, but it's it's a term, not an actual people. It's a, yeah. Well, it's a river. I'm going to mm-hmm. say it again. It's a river. Okay, thanks. The Cleveland Great Lakers, the Cleveland Unions, the Cleveland Blues, the Cinders, the Castles, the Hazards, the Cleveland Burning River. <laughs> No. The Cleveland Dobies and the Buckeyes. Yeah, okay. So there's a lot of choices. I think I I don't know that they need to narrow it down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot I, of choices. I like rockers. Yeah, I think that one's cool. Um I don't like spiders because spiders. <laughs> and blue socks, we've already got the white socks and the red socks, so Let's well, that would, n- that's no why I like that. I think that would that, that yeah. lends itself, you know? We don't need more socks. You know, I'm getting into this thing where, you know, as you know, I was starting my Christmas shopping in the summertime. Yes, and I was you do. Pr- proudly all finished weeks ago, mm-hmm. even, even with Christmas 2, which I often will, you know, we have Christmas 2 with my sister's family, which we do after Christmas. Mm -hmm. And in years past, I would take full advantage of after Christmas sales and, you know, luxuriate, Mm -hmm. you know, wait till, wait till after it's all done with, and then go do that. Not this year, man. I got it all done. Every bit of it. So do you ever, here's where my problem lies. I think I'm done. And then I start thinking, oh, well, maybe, maybe I didn't give so-and-so enough. Maybe I need one more thing, two more things. I do that every year, but this, this year, and I'm thinking maybe I do this every year, but I'm really feeling it this year because I'm all done shopping. I got everything, but I'm hitting that dang slump where I've got it all still in the bags that it came in when I bought it. And I can't make myself wrap it. I'll like look at that pile of stuff and just be like, <laughs> see, I'm excited. I'm, I think actually later today I might do my wrapping because I want to get started. And then I, that'll also give me an idea of how much stuff is under the tree and if we yeah. need more. <laughs> and I got to do that, man, because that's what's going to happen. I'm going to wait and wait and wait. And then it's going to be too late. It's going to be like, oh, shoot, going to have to go to the Walgreens and get some cough syrup for everybody. <laughs> well, it's useful. It's the Alex P. Keaton Christmas shopping trick. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know why I hit this slump because I'm Mr. Christmas. I love it. But then the laziness or overwhelmed, I guess, is is the term for it. I just I can't make myself yeah. do it. Oh. 
I just, I, I really like seeing all the presents under the tree. So I'm, I'm excited about that. And I'm one of those people, I like to wrap presents. I'm not a gift bag unless it absolutely won't fit in anything else. Yeah. I want it wrapped in wrapping paper. So what's the deal with the naked guy at Haynes Mall? If you're listening from anywhere else in the world and you don't know about Haynes Mall, it's the big mall in Winston-Salem. And mm-hmm. God, we used to do big events over there. That was before you were with Simon. We used to do a Christmas event right in the middle of the mall there. And you oh, know wow. how I, you know how I feel about big <laughs> events at the mall at Christmas time. They're so great because people love to stop and have us yeah. stop them and annoy <laughs> them to death about, you know, listening to the radio station but it is the big mall and you know they've had some rough patches lately some some incidents have happened at that mall and it's gotten some news out of it but this particular thing that happened has not made it onto the big news for some reason and i think it should a video is going around of a guy who is buck naked head to toe yes just sauntering about through the bushes outside the mall and there, the people in the car are filming him walking up the sidewalk naked, and he's not trying to hide himself. He's oh no! Up, although, like I said on the radio, he's naked, but you can't see anything. He comes, so they're a little ways <laughs> across the parking lot. So there's that too. But he comes like you're like looking at the wall of the mall, and all of a sudden he comes out of these bushes, and they're like, "What is this guy doing?" And he comes around, and you do see his shiny white butt you don't you don't see anything else but you do see that so you know that he's completely naked and he comes around and there's like you said it must have been before hours Uh and there's only like a couple of other cars in the parking lot and this one car he goes up to it he just saunters right up to it and headbutts it yeah he starts he starts off walking and then he does like a baby bull run like Don Quixote with his giant toothbrush from the cartoon and he runs right into it. And then he, it's like, he realizes what he did. He hits the car. You hear him hit the car from that far away. Then he goes, mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> and then he kind of stumbles off. You can tell he's really yeah. dazed. I'm surprised he didn't knock himself out. But what in the hell is going on with this? And why haven't we heard anything else about it? I don't know. And then the guy in the car who got hit just drives away. So it's like, he doesn't get out, be like, dude, what are you doing? Whatever. He's just like, okay, bye. I want to talk to him. (laughs) Yeah. This guy though, you know, throughout your life, you remember specific scenes. You remember specific people. (laughs) This guy's always going to be the Haynes Mall naked guy. I know. I want to know his story. We need more information. And I don't want to say too much, you know, in case he has some kind of issue or in case he decides to sue us for saying too much. <laughs> I mean, but, I hope he's okay. Yeah, but God, I want to know what's up. But I do appreciate that, you know, you can tell he's naked, but you can't see anything. He's got like a built-in Merkin. <laughs> the video is on the Simon Facebook page. If anyone hasn't seen it, would like to see it, is curious what we're talking about. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Oh, no, this is a different naked guy. Really? Uh, we I'm have look- more. <laughs> I'm looking up Haynes Mall naked guy, uh. and I got naked man running on the highway in Kernersville. That's an oh. old story. Mm-hmm. Naked people continue to roam around Greensboro Park. <laughs> That's another old story. That's great. Uh, naked man on roof arrested for indecent exposure. That's another old story. <laughs> 
Come on, man. This is just too weird. Who knew there was so much public nudity <laughs> in our area? <laughs> there's there's nothing about it. Other than the video that we shared on right. our Facebook page, there's no news about this guy. Like the news stations haven't been covering it. It's, no. It's like it didn't even happen except for this one video that's out there. They'll get onto it. You know, in the next few days, they'll get onto it. They're they're behind, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they're bare behind. You might. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like that. It's so weird. Like these kind of stories. There was a guy when I worked in Norfolk who was famous for being the naked golf course guy. Really? And he was always the naked golf course guy. Yeah. And then he called the station one day and he said his name and he was like, yeah, you might remember me. I was the one who streaked on the uh, golf course at Newport. I was like, no, that was you. Oh, my God, that was you. Wait, so, no, send in the picture. We don't believe you. I didn't want to see that. <laughs> well, how else do you prove it? This one was different because we had to see it. <laughs> exactly. And I always think of, when I think naked guy, I always think of the character in Friends, ugly naked guy, who yeah. was the guy who lived in the apartment straight across, who always paraded around naked with his windows wide open. And I, this guy was a little too far away. I can't exactly call him <laughs> ugly naked guy, but I, but I want to just because that's how it fits. We never did see ugly naked guy in any state of dress or undress on Friends, did we? Oh, no. No, he was just he was just a character. So he never was represented, even by voice or anything. There was never anybody who played him on that. I don't think they ever actually spoke to him. Huh. See, that would be a great thing for when they do the reunion. <laughs> Have an ugly <laughs> naked guy. To bring out ugly naked guy. Yeah. Which that reunion, by the way, now is going to be sometime in the spring if it ever happens. Yeah. Did you did you hear, speaking of friends, did you hear how bad off Matthew Perry was when he was doing, what was that show he did, Mr. Sunshine? Was that the name of it? Was the that one, the one where he was on the radio? I, shoot, I don't know. I never saw it, but he had, um, It was he was working at the Paramount lot, mm -hmm. and it was only on for one season. I think it was Mr. Sunshine. And this is when he was so bad off on drugs. One of his personal assistants just came out and said that it was her job to go and get his drugs and deliver them to the lot where he was working there at the Paramount lot. Wow. And that he would give her three, four, five thousand dollars to go and score whatever. And then she would come back with a bag full of like cocaine, crack, heroin, pills, just a grab bag thousands of dollars worth of drugs and she would go up to the gate at the lot where they're making movies and tv shows and say i'm here to see matthew and she would go right in to his trailer deliver a sack of like a grocery bag of drugs and he would happily take it and then repeat the process how badly must you want to work in the entertainment industry to take that job what the drug delivery person yes i know i know <laughs> And how do you tell your parents back home in Minnesota about your hot new Hollywood job <laughs> and what you do? <laughs> but think about how bad off that guy was. He's He's gotten clean now. He was back yeah. in rehab not long after that. But somebody who has l limitless resources, they got all the money in the world, yeah. and they can buy anything they want. And like you say, somebody who's dying to get into showbiz – there's a million people out there who will go do whatever he says and yeah. take his money to do whatever he wants and then bring him the drugs that could very well kill him right then, you know? It is amazing that he's alive. Yeah. 
Yeah, and God, I mean, yeah, God bless him for getting clean. See if he stays that way because he's been so. in and out. Yeah. What a crazy mess. When I read that story, I could not believe it because he was still working. You know, you were yeah. seeing him on TV and and knowing that he was just completely out of his mind on all kinds of grocery bag full of yeah. substances. I mean, even near the end of Friends, they say that he was really, really bad off. And wow, he's pretty talented. <laughs> you can't yeah. tell. Yeah. Like when Kelsey Grammer was so bad off on Cheers, yeah. he was he was doing so much coke. You couldn't understand him sometimes. They yeah. show they show clips of that where he would be sitting at the bar making some kind of droll comment, and you couldn't understand him because he was mumbling so bad. He was on so much coke on the set. Oh, wow. You know. I'll have to go back and watch. Now it's time for a Cheers reunion. Yeah, right? Uh, how do they do it? How do they I, get through the day? I do not know. Can you imagine us if we even like tried to do the morning show drunk? We would be... <laughs> absolute mess if i have one extra half a cup of coffee i feel like i'm gonna cry <laughs> i can't handle it i have here for you the key to happiness the oh. number one key to happiness and you could get it it's right there at your fingertips please let me know drink more water um okay people who are hydrated are happier more successful and more energetic it's a scientific fact I just have to pee more. Well, does that make you happy? It's part of it. <laughs> no. it's Every time I it. try and get on one of these health kicks where I'm like, I'm going to drink more water. I'm like, I just sat down and I have to pee again. <laughs> oh, and the worst is when, like, when all of this COVID thing first started and we were all trying really hard to wash our hands all the time. Yeah. I would walk into the kitchen and be like, okay, I need to wash my hands. Wash my hands. Well, that makes me have to pee. So then I have to go pee and then I have to go wash my hands again. And it was like a never ending cycle. <laughs> so you need to just stay right in there. Pretty stay much. right in there with your water bottle. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm so happy because I never leave the bathroom. <laughs> they say that you need to drink at least six glasses of water a day. And that's the people who drink that much water, at least six glasses of water, said, I am very happy. Well, good for them. But if you drink, listen to this, if you drink less than one glass of water a day, you are more likely to say that you are not happy. I, I believe that. You need you need that refresher in your body. You're dehydrated. Come on. I know people who hate water. I know a person who's a very good friend of mine who just can't choke it down, who can't finish a glass of water. And it, like I tell them, it's so good for you. Watch how much water I drink. I drink nearly a gallon of water every single day. The child in my house would rather die of thirst in the desert than drink water. Really? He has to be forced. And like he will actually, he'll be like, I'm thirsty. And we're like, okay, you've had enough tea or whatever. Get some water. I'm not thirsty. <laughs> like he will do that. I'm not kidding. Huh. People who drink more than six glasses of water a day consider themselves to be optimists. Well, isn't that nice? People who drink less than one are pessimists. Yeah. See how this lines up? So that's something you can affect, isn't it? So if you start drinking water, do you think you can flip that thing? You can make yourself feel better for sure. I think it all it's all interconnected, and you can make yourself feel better, and you can also pee a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
people who drink more water are way less likely to be late for work. Really? Mm-hmm. I better drink more water. See, well, look at me. When, You're so early. How much you do drink a gallon of water, don't you? You're early yeah. for everything. I was there yesterday, <laughs> drinking water. But yeah, I just I don't understand that. I don't understand people who hate water and they put that stuff either. like that mio that flavoring for water. Yeah, I, that just I taste that more than I taste the water. I just I am to the point now. Maybe when I was a kid, not so much, but I am to the point now where sometimes I just want water. I can't hand. I can't if I'm really thirsty. I don't want something sweet. Nah, or, nah, man. It's, uh-uh. it, so I don't know if I'm going to make my eggnog this year because I'm not seeing people and I don't drink that stuff. You know, it's got as you know, you've had my eggnog. It's got a fifth of bourbon. A pint of rum and a pint of brandy per batch. Yeah, and you're not visiting people. You're not bringing any to work for us, sadly. Right. And so, um, and you're not drinking alcohol right now, so I don't see the point. I'll tell you something that I wouldn't tell everybody, but last year I made a couple of different batches. Mm-hmm. I still have almost a whole batch in the refrigerator from last year. And I have given away one bottle of last year eggnog so far this year. As long as it's still, as, uh, you know, nothing's wrong with it. I don't, go ahead. Yeah. Just don't, don't even make it. Just give those away. Yeah, but I don't know because I didn't test it. So, ah. <laughs> so, well, so I'm gi- giving it away <laughs> with a good hearty good luck to you <laughs> and Merry Christmas. And on that note, we're at time. It's time to wrap up our podcast this week. Get out of here. I'm serious. All right. You got a final thought for everybody? Oh, gosh. Let's see. Where were we? Um, Just so you know, raw hamburger meat might not kill you. Yeah, but I think you eat too much. I don't. I rarely make hamburgers. You don't know. You're not in my house. Yeah, but the way you described it, I think you're eating too, no, too big of a piece. it's a tiny little hunk. And the fact that you're okay with eating it right from the farm. It's like yesterday oh. that was Sally, and today you're eating. I don't go out and hack it off the cow's hind <laughs> quarters. See, I was I was cool with it, but now I've learned too much. I've learned <laughs> enough to be uncomfortable. Oh, you've taken our thing and you've sullied it. Mm. I'm so sad now. Don't be sad. Mm, there's more. There's more raw things that we can eat and <laughs> commiserate on. All right, listen, one more before Christmas, one more of these Simon Says podcasts, if they allow us to do it. We don't know yet, but we'll see next week. We appreciate you. Be sure that you subscribe and like and share and tell all your friends to click on one of these, and we'll see you next time. All right, bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.